Hey guys, this is Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor. End of the day podcast. Um, with the, today, they've been, uh, not today, but recently there's been a lot of people sharing their three favorite adventure modules. Steve C started that, and uh, that went pretty well. I sh- contributed to that, but I want to kind of add to it, not so much the adventures, but like the top three. It's not as sexy, but something I... I, I use more than adventure modules, and that's the supplements. What are your top three gaming supplements? What do you use the most? What made the best impression for you uh, or to you and whatnot? So I'm going to start off with mine. Uh, the f- Number three, I am going to put, it's kind of tough because this, this is me just kind of rifting off the top of my head, but... Uh, I gotta say, probably number three would be the city books that Flying Buffalo did back in the day. Love those things. They kind of really showed me how to develop not only just a business, but a community and how to make it interesting and get it involved immediately with gaming. I mean, it, I mean those, those pieces that are written in there are gameable from the get-go. Do you have to do a little tweaking? Of course you do, but for the most part, you can just rip them out of the book and throw them in your game, and you're going to have something very good and interesting that the players are going to want to interact with. Uh, I think there's eight books. Number seven is the one I think that's real difficult to get, but Flying Buffalo City Books is number three for me. Uh, I would say number two for me has got to be... I don't know if you consider City State of the Invincible Overlord a supplement. I would be since it's not an adventure module, so I'm going to put it in there. But I can't tell you how many hours I have adventured in that city, how many times I've GM'd people in that city. I've been playing in the Invincible Overlord campaign with Rob Connolly for, you know, 30 plus, 35 something years now. So it's definitely got to be in my list. Uh, I uh, can't say enough good about it. Of course, again, you have to tweak some stuff. Absolutely. But it's it's very cool with all the... I mean, it's just a city. It's just such a cool city. And it's got weird stuff and just everything you'd want in a gaming supplement or, a, you know, a city to throw into, to, into your game. So that would be number two. Number one, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, bing. I'm going to say my number one supplement, and it's something I use now and and all the time, is Matt Finch's, um, what is it, the, that, uh, not the Adventure Tome, the real big hardback one. I mean, that it has it in it. It's, it's combined like three books in there to combine the, the Adventure Adventure design, that's what it's called. The adventure design, uh, uh, the monster design, and then I can't remember what the third book is in the Tome of Adventure. But back in the day, Black Blade Publishing, I believe it was, put out just basically this nice little small paperback of Matt Fitch's adventure design, and it's a series of tables to develop adventures. And I absolutely just think that thing's fantastic. I use it a lot. Uh, it really helps spur on my imagination, helps me figure out the structure and the plot of 
the adventure. It helps me develop NPCs and relationships. I mean, it's got it all. I mean, it really does. And then what's nice about it is it's simple. And you can really never roll up the same adventure twice. There's no way of doing it, you know? And, and, and for that, I have to give it the top spot. And plus, it's just the usage I, do, you know, have for it. Um, so, yep, so Matt Finch's um, adventure design book, I, I just, I have to give that the top knot because it is, it's that useful to me. I mean, that's, and that's what a lot of these supplements are. Um, those are my, I guess, top three favorite slash useful supplements I've ever used. Now, some honorable mentions, a couple honorable mentions I want to uh, throw in there too was uh, um, Richard LeBlanc's, uh, I think it's a D30 companion or DM companion. I, I, get, I get the two confused. Both of them you can't go wrong, but the one I do definitely use more, I think everybody bought it. <laughs> it was like number one on RPG now for like, I don't know, three years or something like that. I'm just joking, but it was on there a lot. A lot of people bought it. Fantastic. And it gives me a reason to use my D30. I love getting that thing out once in a while. You know, sometimes you miss your dice and you want to use a certain type of dice and definitely rolling a D30 is is one of those dice that I don't work out enough. So I pull out that every once in a while when I get stuck with an adventure and make it earn its space in my dice chest. So, yeah, so Richard LeBlanc's uh, D30 DM Companion. Uh, the other one um, I was thinking about were the, uh, and I'm not talking about like the hardback books, like, you know, the monster manuals and, the, and uh, all that kind of stuff, but I'm trying to think, guys. I'm sorry. The what are they called? This Slayer's Guide, I think it is. Slayer's Guide, or there was two of them. One by Goodman's Games, which I liked. I thought that, but there was another set by a different publisher, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember. I think it was the Hunter's Guide or something like that to to monsters. And they have, I don't know. They had like 20 of them. And I, those were those were really good. I, I do like this. So if I want a specific, um, they're kind of like like big ecologies. Remember back in the day when Ed Greenwood would do like the ecologies of different monsters, which I ate up. I love those things. It's kind of like that, only in a complete supplement form. And uh, I don't remember how many, but I go to those. They you know like harpies and troglodytes and were rats and and uh, beholders undead they did a whole book on undead a whole book on elementals and i really like how they can add some depth to your ordinary monsters give them a community give them a culture give them uh traits and just flesh it out beyond your two-dimensional depiction like maybe in a monster manual because they you know they have that extra room to really go into detail and so that way you can make an ordinary monster encounter a little bit more interesting and something a little bit more memorable to the players so but that's i think that's enough guys uh i might come back to this one because i do I, i'm a junkie for accessories i do use them a lot i mean I use the whole Rory dice thing. I use tarot cards. I use uh, 
different dice for creating things because they have those special dice from Chessex. I mean, there's just, just a, uh, so many different ways you can do it. I think that might be one of my things. I might even do it on my blog instead of doing it on a podcast. might do both. I don't know if that's overkill or not, but I might. So, all right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening, and uh, you're doing well. Roll better than me, and we'll talk to you soon.